I was concentrating on the report when a silhouette appeared on the frosted glass of the office door, a male silhouette. The man knocked on the door, and I said, Enter! To my astonishment and mild delight, my father walked into the office. Gowan Morgan was my father, yet I hardly knew him. For thirty-three years he'd been a stranger to me, and although we'd met on a regular basis over the past year, he remained a mystery. I eased myself away from my desk, then stood to greet him. "'Hello! What are you doing here?' Gowan shuffled his feet, somewhat nervously, grimaced, then ran a finger under his shirt-collar. Despite the warm weather, he wore a dark blue suit, light blue shirt, and a navy tie. Normally, he wore casual clothing, and to judge from his general demeanor, I sensed that he'd dressed for the occasion, for this meeting in my office. Gowan stood beside my client's chair and said, I waited until your colleague went out. I didn't want to embarrass you. She didn't see me, honest. You don't embarrass me, I said, irritated by his comment. I waved a hand towards my client's chair and Gowan sat down. Meanwhile, I perched on the edge of my desk. Although he was my father, I found it difficult to regard him as dad. He was Gowan to me, which suggested a void, an emotional distance between us. I want to wish you good luck for the wedding, he said, somewhat sheepishly. Thank you, I smiled. Gowan nodded. He glanced around my office and we lapsed into an awkward silence. Eventually, I said, I wasn't sure whether to invite you or not. I mean, only Alan knows about you, that you're my father. Oh, best kept it that way, Gowan said. I don't want to embarrass you. You don't embarrass me. I stood and paced the length of my office several times. I was becoming angry with what I didn't know. Maybe with the years of neglect, with the years of wondering about my father and his identity, whether he was dead or alive. He was alive, I told myself, and I should be grateful for that fact. It was time to move on, to leave the past behind. I made an instant decision. Okay, I said, you are invited. I'll tell everyone that you are my father. It's ridiculous that we have to keep our relationship a secret. Are you sure? Gowan asked, his tone edged with concern. I don't want to upset you or your business. I'm sure, I said. He grinned, offered me a genuine warm smile. Then he sat back in my client's chair and appeared to relax for the first time. I'm not only here about the wedding. I'm here on business as well. I want to hire you. You can't hire me, I said, the smile on my face morphing into a frown. I mean, I can't take money from you. Hear me out, please. Uh, you know all about my past, he said, about my misdeeds, my criminal record, my checkered career. You were into robberies at the sharp end and organizing them. I know that. You went inside when I was born. I know that, too. But you haven't done anything I'd be deeply ashamed of, have you? He shook his head, then offered a smile of reassurance. You know the worst of it, he said just about. Leaning back, he continued, when I was into the robberies, I had a little gang, like you do when you're a kid. Frankie Quinn was in my gang. We used to call him the Mighty Quinn for obvious reasons. Anyway, Frankie was in my gang, 
a good blagger in his day. When I went straight, Frankie kept his hand in, you know what I mean, petty stuff mainly. The filth would pick him up from time to time, and he'd endure a spell in the cooler. Anyway, they released Frankie a week or so ago, but the word is he's been fingered again, and he's looking at a long stretch. He's about my age, mid-sixties, so a long stretch inside would kill him. The word is he's looking to cut a deal, spill the beans, provide evidence. Apparently, he's a bit of an archivist, kept my old plans and notes. Heaven knows why, maybe for insurance, maybe he's a hoarder. But the fact is he has the dirt on me, and he's looking to offer that dirt for his freedom. There are coppers on the force who are desperate to nail me, and if I go inside at my age, it would kill me. I couldn't face it, Princess. I'd top myself.' 